Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. Mike, I'm, I'm afraid. Uh-oh. I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about today. Uh-oh, well. So I'm, I've got some doubts as to how we're going to get through this. You know what I think you should do, Warren? What? You should face your fears and your doubts. All right. Like... Tom Cruise or Arnold Schwarzenegger or Harry Potter would. <laughs> I knew you'd find a way to get those guys in here. Yeah, that'll all make sense once you get to the outtakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen to the outtakes later. Um, that's what we're going to talk about today, facing your fears and, and your doubts. And, I and we don't mean like right. spiders or uh, right, snakes right, or that the sort dark. Of thing, exactly. You no, know, we're, we're talking about, obviously, uh, what uh, you know keeps you from uh, either success or from, from going for it or for, you know, really what it comes down to, doing a good job job when you're behind the microphone, especially for the first time. And and then, in my case, I'm still nervous when I'm working with somebody new for the first time. You know, I've often got, uh, you know, the opportunity to work with great producers, but if I haven't worked with them before, I don't know how great they are or how well we'll do. So anyway, what we're going to get around to today is, is facing those fears and those doubts. Exactly, Warren. So let's say you've landed your first gig, or maybe it's your second or third gig, or maybe it's your 27th gig. Regardless, you could be nervous about it. Maybe you have to go to a new studio. Maybe it's material that you don't feel as comfortable with. There could be a number of reasons why you might be a little bit nervous about the situation. First thing to do, take stock in yourself. Be confident, okay? I know that's easier said than done, but take a minute and reflect and think, you know what? I've gone through professional training. I have a professionally produced demo. And not only do I have that demo, but that demo was good enough for somebody to hire me. If that's the case, you really have nothing to worry about because you know then that you are a capable talent that these particular clients want to represent their product or their message. So, you know, have a little faith in yourself and your voice and your demo and realize that if they have faith in you, you probably should too. Now, if there's safety in numbers, think about this. You're in very good company if you're a little nervous when you first get behind the microphone for somebody. No matter how experienced or inexperienced you are, it is normal to be a little nervous the first few minutes. And here's what I find happens. Once you've gotten over that initial nervousness, once you've you know maybe gotten through a page or two if it's a long-form piece you're doing, or, or just a take or two if it's just a, a 30 or a 60-second spot you're doing, all of a sudden you'll realize, hey, this isn't as bad as I thought. I've got this. I can do this. That confidence will come. You have to kind of give it a little time, but it will happen. It happens to me, and as I already alluded to, I'm still nervous when I when I step behind the microphone for somebody the first time. It's natural. It's going to happen. You'll get over it, and you'll do terrifically. Yeah, and, and don't forget that the producer or the client might also be nervous as mm. well. You know, not everybody is as comfortable in a social situation as other people, so you might be nervous about being the talent, but you also don't know. Maybe it's the producer's first time producing a job. True. Or maybe they get nervous around meeting new people as well. So like you said, there's there's strength in numbers. You know, take comfort in the fact that you probably aren't the only one. Right. Now, here's another good tip. Try to put the room at ease, and that includes yourself. You know how a public speaker will often tell a joke to start their speech? You don't necessarily have to do that, but try to keep the mood light. You know, if you think of something, a funny comment that's that's tasteful and respectful, you know, feel free to throw it out there. You know, we want to have a good time as much as you want to have a good time. And usually you can sort of get the vibe of the room pretty quickly, you know, mm -hmm. have some nice conversation, you know, keep things light, keep things fun. If people are telling jokes, you know, laugh at them 
them. Hopefully they're funny. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just get into the spirit of having a good time with it. Right. And don't worry so much about the the job itself. People put too much emphasis on trying to be perfect every time, and you can't do it. It's, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, absolutely. Even, even if you're a little self-deprecating at times, okay? Mm-hmm. I know I've made a mistake early on when I've been reading, or maybe I've made a couple, and so I've got those those opening jitters. I'll say something like, well, you know, I got a whole hour of sleep last night. I can't imagine why I, you know, I can't do this. You know, right. uh, you know, something like that just to, again, lighten the mood and, and feel a little bit better about it. And and remember, they, that's why we invented take two and take three and so on and so forth. There's nothing wrong with having to do you know multiple takes. When you're doing a shorter piece, you're going to do multiple takes. It just works out that way. When you're doing a long-form narrative, there's going to be a mistake every now and again. But you know professionally how to correct that, how to move on, and just remember it's a part of the process. Yeah, and actually it's interesting too is what I've found is a lot of times you'll do more takes for for shorter pieces than you will for longer pieces. True. So, uh, in fact, Christy just recently, uh, Christy, our front desk administrator, has done some voiceover jobs recently, and she did one that was like uh, 15 or 20 pages, and she went through it pretty quickly, no problems, just fixed a few lines here or there. Then she was doing a 30-second commercial spot where she only had to read one line and then a couple of extra words, and they made her do it over and over and over again. Now, mm-hmm. the reason for that wasn't because she was bad, but rather because when you only have one line to say, there's so many different ways that you can say it. So a lot of times, it's just a matter of, it's not because you didn't read it well, it's because the producers are trying to figure out which direction they want to go in. Whereas when you're reading like a 20-page script, typically the direction there is a lot more clear. There you go. Now, concentrate on the task at hand. If you're already worried about being invited back, you're a little ahead of yourself, okay? So concentrate on what you're doing. Sometimes just that concentration will take care of all the nervousness. You don't have time to think about being nervous because you're concentrating on what you're doing. Uh, What I tend to find is when I'm nervous, I speak and read a little faster. So that's the first thing you want to do. You're going to make more mistakes if you do that. So slow down, all right? Immediately tell yourself, okay, again, this isn't rocket science. I can do this. Slow down a bit. Start it out. See where you go. And again, you'll overcome that nervousness rather quickly, I think, especially again, if you're concentrating on what you're doing. Well, at the same time, though, you can imagine yourself doing this again. You know, focus on the job at hand, but at the same time, tell yourself, you know, I'm going to be good at this and I will be invited back, you know, again and again. And it's a good sort of attitude to have to keep those nerves at bay. You know, like I said earlier, you are good enough to get the first job. You are likely good enough then to get repeat work. So just kind of keep that in mind. And that should help you as well. It's it's like that basketball player that sees the ball going through the hoop every time. Right. Okay, you have to keep that in the back of your head that, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing it well, I'll be back again. Yeah, that's a great analogy, Warren. And actually, one more thing, I found a quote um, that we, we actually posted on our Facebook page recently, but I think it's really applicable to what we're talking about here. And it goes... Don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Hmm. And I think that's a really good one. You know, don't worry about the stuff that's out of your control. Just do what you do and do it to the best of your ability and don't worry about the things that might keep you nervous or apprehensive or, you know, uh, feeling uncomfortable. So is this the week you're finally going to take that first step into voice acting? A great way to learn the ins and outs of our business is through a class offered across the U.S. and Canada by voice coaches called Getting Paid to Talk. It's a two and a half hour evening adult education class offered through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs, and we could be headed in your direction soon. That's right. The week of January 27th, that also happens to be my mom's birthday. Happy birthday. 
birthday, Mom. Uh, we will be offering classes in Boston, Reading, Littleton, Somerville, Concord, Winchester, Tewksbury, and Springfield, Mass., as well as in Doylestown and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Enfield, Connecticut. In early February, look for our classes in Albany, Syracuse, and Middletown, New York, Arlington, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and while we're nearby, Baltimore, Maryland. You may also find out when and where we'll be in your town by calling toll-free 866-887-2834. Or by connecting with us via the interweb at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which is also a great way to share your ideas, your questions, and your comments with us. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook as well. Don't be afraid. That's right. Don't be afraid <laughs> to engage in our social media. There you go. And we'll be back again next week, and um, you, you won't be afraid to come back. No, no. I'm okay. Listen, at this point, I'm so used to working with you that, you know. I'm, it's hard to the, scare the, you off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. See you then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. I was thinking we should call this like our... Arnold Schwarzenegger edition or the Tom Cruise edition because it's all about facing your fears and they do that in the movies all the time. No? Oh, yeah? Or the John Carpenter edition. Uh, yeah. How about the uh, Harry Potter edition? Doesn't he have to face his fears? Well, yeah. <laughs> of course, he has magic to help him yeah, do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, we've got, we've got magic. we got voiceover magic. Voiceover magic. Yeah, man. I like it. Yeah. Sounds like a web page. <laughs> it does. Voice over it magic. probably is one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And again, you'll overcome that nervousness. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I already said that. Yeah. Okay. Well, just pick at it least up I didn't say that. absolutely right. <laughs> right. <laughs> is this the week you're going to find? <laughs> I don't think this is the week I was going to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> is this the week you're finally going to take that first step into voice acting? Well, we got a great way for you to learn the ins and outs of our business. A class offered through the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's offered through the U.S. It is. The, uh, the U.S. The has United, sanctioned it. Exactly. And now and, uh, it's, uh, we're government officials. Yeah, there you go. So we're going to do this once again from I the top. I work for the X-Files, <laughs> just so you know. I it, want to believe. I'm, I'm reading <laughs> this morning. That's all right. I'm reading in the paper this morning that the uh, X-Factor might get canceled. And I'm saying, I thought that show has been off for years. And it dawned on me. I was thinking X-Files, <laughs> not X-Factor. So. Yep. No. Okay. I was thinking, what if we went back and did the whole thing in an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent for our, the Arnold Schwarzenegger edition? <laughs> yeah, welcome yeah. to Voice Coaches Radio. Yeah. Get to the chopper! Get down! <laughs> That's all I can. I can't even That's do it, a good exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger except yeah. for get to the chopper and well, get down. Well, if you're going to do it that way, I'm going to do it as Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really got to get a second I impression. I really do have to get another That's, impression. That's, <laughs> We could do an awesome team up though of Kermit the Frog <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like Frog, get to the chopper, get down. I have no funny line to come back with. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being green. See, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, enough of that. Yes.